Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Danka, Bharati Jagdish, and Ryan Huang with you. Time now for Why It Matters. And today we're talking about this rat race that we're stuck in. The rat race that could be preventing us from actually getting better at our jobs. And we're mm. talking about upskilling a okay. lot, right? Okay. We have been for the last few years. But do we really have the time for it? I don't know. I mean, you look at how. Today, tech jobs, they seem to be the one in high demand. You've got American, Chinese tech giants offering these great salary packages. Mm. In fact, it's, it's, it's so good, it's like, I don't know what, 25% above uh, your regular market price just yeah. to attract the talent that's yeah. lacking. Yes, exactly. So this might inspire a lot of people to say, okay, it's time for me to actually get down to it, mm. pick up all those hard skills that I need yeah. in order to get one of these coveted jobs. But uh, the caveat is you have to be prepared to work very, very hard. Point is, though, we still face a talent crunch in the yeah. digital industry. The widening skills gap is still a problem for many companies and job seekers as well. Because first things first, you've got to be qualified for it, right? And mm. I'm thinking it takes, like, what, an average of six, uh, three to six months, perhaps, to, to, to complete an online course, especially at the place called Smart Academy. It's a local tech educator and a digital career transformer. Now, these guys offer tech courses that can be completed in one month, so mm. faster than the three to six months average that I mentioned. Yeah, plus with increased flexibility. Okay. And I think this is something that will be very useful for busy professionals. You want to keep that job and keep that going, but you also want to get better at something else or at an adjacent skill. Joining us now is Gladys Poe, Digital Marketing Manager from Smart Academy, to tell us more about what they have to offer and how you should be incorporating learning into your busy schedule no matter what. Good morning, Gladys. Thanks for joining yeah. us this morning. Good morning, Prati and Elliot. Now, Gladys, Thanks for having me. As we were talking about Smart Academy and about upskilling in general, what struck me the most was that you have managed to truncate a three to six month course into something that can be done in one month. Some people might say, hey, sure not. You know, how? what is the quality of this program? Are you going to be able to cover everything? So tell us how you've managed to do this and how you're using it as a strategy in the ed tech industry. Um, I think first and foremost, the range of course offerings is beginner friendly. So instead of it being a tech courses, the courses are 100% online and held over four weekends. And it's all broken down into very digestible chunks so that like, you know, um, people with no prior knowledge in this field are able to um, absorb and learn at their pace. Gladys, if you don't mind, I want to talk a little bit about you. You are a digital marketing manager. A lot of people in the past few years have struggled to kind of understand what digital marketing is. Tell us about your pivot. Tell us about your switch to go into the more digital marketing track. What was that experience like for you? Um, I think it happened very naturally. Um, when I entered the marketing function, I was mainly doing a lot of traditional marketing and it happened so quickly, you know, like everything shifted online and it became digital. So then, um, especially with pandemic outbreak, you know, the like the technological disruption and everything just shifted yeah. um, onto the digital landscape. So for our side, and as a, as a digital marketer, we run a lot of digital marketing campaigns and that, that really helps to 
drive a lot of business growth and online growth in the different um, domains. Okay. So I've been looking at some of the courses you've offered online, data analytics, digital marketing, of course, UX design, web app development. These are all essential hard skills, aren't they? Considering the business environment, and the changes that you just talked about as well. The fact is that while a lot of people recognize this, they may say, look, I don't really have the time for this. Even that one month that you were talking about and courses held over the weekend, it can be quite taxing. It has to do with a mindset change, right? You've got to actually prioritize it to the extent that you would spend part of your weekend doing a course like that. What more do you think needs to be done in order to get this message across? I think although upskilling has been widely talked about, many working professionals have not really taken that step. So according to like this um, NTUC Learning Hub report last year, close to 50% of working professionals surveyed felt that they were too busy with work to do so. I, I think there's still this misconception that upskilling will be intensive or that there will be high prerequisites, especially given that it's tech causes, you know, um, like what we have mentioned, our courses are beginner-friendly and it's 100% online and held over four weekends. So that really gives individuals with full-time commitment more flexibility in planning out their schedule. And um, I think generally, the most important thing when it comes to upskilling, especially if you're working full-time, is to get the support of your employer. You know, having their support during your during the time when you're upskilling and being able to take time off perhaps during the more intensive part of your course will help a lot. And I think the happening bit is that we see an increasing trend in which employers are generally more receptive and appreciative of upskilling efforts by employees. And we also see companies like OCBC rolling out training programs for their employees as well. Good stuff, Gladys. Uh, you bring up some uh, really important points there about support. Could you give us a bit of context in terms of people taking up courses, the number of people taking up courses during the pandemic, and now that things are opening up, has that number started to slow down or is it going up? Uh, I think it will, especially in a post-COVID world, I don't think the trend is going to shift that much. The technological disruption is only going to accelerate and that we see tech giants, um, you know, their ambitious plan. Every every day they're rolling out new technological trends. So the trend in upskilling is definitely going to accelerate. And, you know, during pandemic, we have had a lot of, you know, this shift going on through online, a lot of uh, digital efforts, yeah. initi- uh, digital initiatives are being launched. Okay. And we see, we've had students who were like aspiring entrepreneurs who took up the digital marketing course without any marketing background mm. because they want to expand their business digitally. And also for our course like data analytics, I think in general, the courses focus on very transferable skills. Mm. So students for data analytics course, they learn key skills like Python, SQL, and data visualization. We just simply put the different tools and programming language that really helps with data analysis and representation. And it's especially important if you think about it, um, where we live in such a data-rich environment. The ability to use data analysis for decision-making and personalization of consumer needs will be game-changing. 
In terms of how the courses are administered, I mean, speed and flexibility, I'm sure, is welcomed by everyone. But what about quality? How do you ensure that the quality of your courses is on par with others that take longer to complete? Okay, so our academics comprise of trainers who are industry experts in their respective field. Um, they're practicing uh, experts who carry a wealth of insights when it comes to imparting first-hand industry trends and best practices to our students. Um, in each of the lessons, there will be a trainer as well as a teaching assistant to ensure that everybody gets the support that, that they require and all of the questions get answered. So even though the classes are 100% online and held over four weekends, the participative and interactive components are definitely not lesser than what you would experience in a physical setting. I'm, I'm looking at the course fees because I'm a typical Singaporean, right? And it seems that it's uh, an average of over 6000 before subsidy. So I'm assuming that skills credit can come into play here. What would I pay then for, for you know, an average price of uh, the courses there? So there is up to 90% cost funding support for eligible Singaporeans or PRs. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and the remaining cost fee can be offset with SkillsFuture credit as well. The final fee that is payable actually varies from individual to individual because there's tiered funding support available. Sure. And ultimately, it depends on the SkillsFuture credit that you have in your account as well. So for inform- more information on the cost fee, um, interested individuals can reach out to us via our website at smartcademy.sg. Sure, and you guys, of course, help to ensure that you know we're paying the, the the best amount possible that can be afforded because affordability is always an issue, right? Definitely, definitely. I think the financial aspect is always a concern when it yeah. comes to pursuing courses as well. So there's a lot of support in this aspect. Gladys, a lot of the people I speak to, right, they'll say, I really want to upskill, but I don't know where to begin. Sure, I know what the in-demand skills in the market are, but those also have to intersect with the individual's interests and natural aptitudes, right? So could you give people some advice on how to make decisions on what to learn next? I do always keep an open mind to where the industry is shifting. Although the idea of upskilling and reskilling can be daunting or picking up a new skill can be scary, it's not as complex as it seems. As with trying anything new, I think taking the leap is always the toughest. But the benefits of lifelong learning go beyond just career advancement. It helps a lot with personal development as well. And it makes one more adaptable to change. So apart from pursuing, of course, it helps if you are, if the course that you're pursuing is aligned with your interest. But as economy evolves and we see fluctuation and uncertainties in the job market, we must be prepared for any career turn. So the time to upskill is, is now and as soon as possible because economic uncertainty is something that we cannot predict. So by being adequately prepared, by that I mean upskilling when you can is a way to future-proof yourself. And if anything, an economic downturn only further magnifies the need to upskill. When an employee has diverse skill set, he or she automatically adds value to the employer and the business is also less likely to suffer the ill effects that's brought about by a recession. Mm. But for people that are just plain lost, like me on a Monday, uh, you guys do offer this thing called industry placement assistance, whereby you sort of help to find, I don't know, a potential job upgrade or something like that? Yes, so students who learn with us, the journey with um, Smart Academy doesn't just end the moment they complete the course. Sure. Um, the, what sets 
Smart Academy apart is that, you know, we have a dedicated team and very extensive alumni network Hmm. to curate relevant workshops and career opportunities for those who have completed the courses. One of the components is the industry placement assistance, where we have over 400 growing hiring partners Hmm. who extend exclusive um, employment opportunities to our alumni network. Gladys, while we convince individuals to upskill and make time for it and facilitate it through more flexibility and shorter courses, what about getting companies on board? Upskilling, training people, it's a two-way street, right? It's up to the individual, but it's also up to the companies who hire these individuals. To what extent do you think more headway needs to be made in that regard to tell companies and to tell leadership that, you know, you've got to give your people time to learn and you've got to invest in their learning and upskilling as well? Like I've mentioned, I think with a upgraded workforce, a business is less likely to, to suffer the ill effects. Um, generally, we see an increase in productivity and efficiency when your employees are more adaptable to meet the industry demands or the evolving um, job nature that that comes along with the tech acceleration. Yeah, I think what they, they know this in theory, you know, but in practice, uh, they always say, look, there's already so much to do on a day-to-day basis. My staff are busy putting out fires. Um, what, what sorts of persuasion techniques do you think you might need to apply to these types of individuals in order to get them to actually give their people time off to do this? I think the, the shift of healing is to be conducted from the top. Um, there needs to be a cultivated self-learning culture and, and introducing a ver- variety of training methods. We also offer customized training programs for corporates as well. And um, it's perhaps more digestible than the individual training programs where it's four weeks intensive long. So we have Mm -hmm. training programs that's customized to the organizational needs where it can be one or two days depending on the requirements of the company. So I think that that helps take the load um, and pressure of the organization where, hey, you know, I don't want my employee to go on a four-week course. I'm afraid that that will affect their performance at work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We must believe in the word flexibility in Mm. order to achieve. As long as you don't put a timestamp on my further education. (laughs) Gladys Poe, Digital Marketing Manager for Smart Academy on the line with us. Really appreciate your time this morning. You take care and stay safe, yeah? Thank you. And you too. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg. Or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.